All right, while the kids are heading out, we uh, have something special for you this morning, and that is uh, I want you to get to know uh, those youth that have graduated from high school and one that's graduated from college and get to know their lives, what they've been dealing with, what the Lord has been saying to them, and, <laughs> and how we can pray and support them. Um, they just completed a big uh, step in life and moving on to an exciting and perhaps an anxious uh, time. But uh, I'd like to invite up uh, Hannah Melling and Casey Wilcox and Alexandra Melling and Nick Walsh. If you guys could come up and have a seat. <laughs> um, when I was looking up a verse uh, to encourage them, I asked, I couldn't find it. And uh, I was asking Matt about the one about don't worry about what you'll say because God will give it to you in the moment. And, and Matt uh, found it. And so I was going to read Matthew 10, 19. Matthew 10, 19, B, because it says, do not worry about what you are, what to say and how to say it. At that time, you'll be given what to say, for it will be given. It will not be you speaking, but the spirit of your father speaking through you. Well, it starts off in the first part of 19 is, but when they arrest you. So it didn't, I don't know. I don't know if that's a prophetic word. But uh, I really appreciate their willingness to share their lives with you and what God has been uh, saying to them over these past few years. And uh, one of the things I'm thinking, I don't know if you parents think this, but doesn't it seem like time flies? <laughs> I remember going to a, a Walla Community College play, and I remember Casey and Hannah, Nigel was in that, uh, Madison was in it, I think. Um, how long ago was that? Oh, that was before <laughs> high school, wasn't it? Yeah, oh my gosh. Oh, that's just amazing. So, uh, <laughs> What we'll need to do is we need to grab, thank you, Matt. That's right. That's right. And we appreciate Nick uh, uh, delaying going into work by one hour, right? So uh, he was supposed to work today. Thank you, Nick. We really appreciate it. So what we'd like to start off with is just ask him about their, uh, their life experience in high school. Or in, in Alexander's case, she's going to speak for college, okay? So I'm going to have to kind of keep coming back to, okay, now what's it like in college, Alex? So we're going to go that direction. But um, there's a scripture on the, on the back of your bulletin that to me is the, the verse that summarizes these four. And there's one missing who declined to be interviewed. Uh, so you'll have to ask Ashante one-on-one -on -one directly some of these questions, okay? Don't let anyone look down on you, on you because you're young, but set an example for the believers in speech, in life, in love, in faith, and in purity. Paul's letter to Timothy, 1 Timothy. And I guess the way I see you is that you are examples to us of how to be salt and light in our world. So that's why I've asked you. Okay, too much pressure? <laughs> so I'd first like to ask, um, I'm going to throw out a question and maybe you guys can, whoever feels the spirit leading them, you can nudge, then you can answer first, okay? And that gives the other people time to think about their response. But I guess looking backward, looking back to high school and Alex for college, um, I would like to know just what it's like going through high school today and what was a positive and maybe a challenge. So um, anybody feel a nudge? <laughs> Nick? Um, should I go to the mic? Please, yeah. 
Um, I don't know. I guess like some of the positive things about it are still, as I assume all of you went through, just uh, friends. There's a lot of really great people that I've met um, just through my high school career. A lot of great teachers who are very encouraging. Um, some of the negative things about it is like in today's day and age, there's a lot of uh, like the moral standards aren't as high as they used to be. And so there's a lot of things that I hear people say or talk about that is just really discouraging. And it's like, it's kind of hard sometimes to be that example, especially when it's like all your friends talking about something and you really want to join in, but you just have to kind of restrain yourself and know when to speak, when to shut up. And, you know, just, I don't know. There's a yeah. lot of interesting things like that yeah. that you have to watch out for. Yeah, that's my take on it. Great. Anybody else? <laughs> so for some of us, it's been decades since we were in high school. And so um, it's not, I don't think it's better or worse, it's different. But you have different set of issues and different set of challenges. But can you share something that really helped you keep your sanity through high school? Something really positive? Or Alex through college? college is kind of different than high school because it's the first time you know you're not with your parents mm -hmm. you're really actually making your own decisions and so I don't know you have to basically start all over you your family's not there necessarily to support you right you know you mm -hmm. can't go back to your dorm and your family's right there being mm -hmm. like yeah you're doing great you know <laughs> study hard keep going I mean yeah you can call them on the phone but it's not quite the same thing and your high school friends aren't there anymore, so you have to create a new set of friends. And so I guess what's really important is that new set of friends that you make and that they're the people that will support you through those four, six, eight years. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. And then that they're, you know, also godly friends, you know, yeah. and that there's a church home that you can go to, too. Yeah, so. yeah. that's great. All right. Anna Casey, what's some positive stuff about high school? Um, I I really like my friend group going through high school. I met, well, I've always known Casey, but we became really good friends probably sophomore year, yeah. and we had this really close friend group going throughout high school, which is really nice just to have that support group, and it's kind of sad, like, leaving them behind. Mm -hmm and going our separate ways, but they really made it easy to go through high school, and then together we could just kind of step back from high school and realize that it wasn't everything, and we didn't have to be caught up in the high school worldly mess that was going on, <laughs> and we could do that together. It wasn't just one person realizing that. We could all talk together about it, yeah. so that was always good to have. Yeah. Man, yeah. friends, that's the yeah. theme, isn't it? Casey, you want to add anything? Um, <laughs> pretty much the same thing. Yeah, our friend group was really great. And it was really nice because we all sort of had the same kind of moral standards for ourselves, I guess you could say, mm -hmm. um, and kind of the same beliefs. We all sort of went to church, and, um, you know, it was really nice because, you know, we weren't necessarily, like, the popular people, or, but we didn't need to be popular, I guess, to have fun and, like, we could just have a great time, you know, having a bonfire, just driving around and being silly. <laughs> we didn't have to get into trouble to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, great. Any other challenges that uh, that you've um, had to face 
Nick was talking about um, what uh, affected him. Any other challenges that you? No? Okay. <laughs> um, have you noticed, uh, what's a big difference you've noticed in yourself since ninth grade? <laughs> Is that a hard one? No, it's not a hard one. <laughs> <laughs> That's a long uh, time ago. It was a long time ago, but um, I don't know, since ninth grade, I guess, um, it's hard to pinpoint one specific thing. There's a lot of things that have changed since ninth grade. But I guess one of them is I stopped living for myself, and I stopped living for to just um, be popular and to do what everyone else thinks is cool or whatever. I remember like leaving middle school straight into freshman year. Like I just didn't know what to do with myself, and so I just automatically kind of went to people I thought were cool and tried to mimic them. Mm -hmm. And all that. And so after a while, though, I just kind of started to realize that it wasn't getting me anywhere. And I was starting to do things that I didn't really want to do. I realized there was a path I just didn't want to go down. And so um, it took a while, but I pulled myself out of it. And I guess I've just been trying to <laughs> live for God since then, live mm -hmm. for, um, you know, other things besides, you know, this world. I guess that's the main thing. I guess I'll, there's a lot of changes that go along with that, mm -hmm. but uh, that would be the biggest change, I yeah, would say. That's a good one. Yeah. Have you, each of you noticed, um, Alex, probably earlier, but a time when perhaps um, you began living, you began directly relating to God. It was your own personal faith, not your parents any longer, but that's probably a, a ways back for most of you. For most of us, that's what happened. Anybody else want to add some any ma major difference you've noticed in yourself? No? Okay. Well, <laughs> I want to ask, if, uh, if you were going to give advice to somebody in high school or just entering high school, what would you tell them about how to, how to do well, how to enjoy it and how to succeed in it, but uh, how to have a good uh, high school experience? <laughs> all right. Um, find a good group of friends. Okay. <laughs> That's what um, kept us all together and kept me out of a lot of trouble. And then also um, know your beliefs and what you believe. Because when you get into situations, if you don't know for sure how you feel about certain things, then it's really easy to sway on the issue. So I just say, I don't know, think about things before you put yourselves into certain situations. I think like a big part of um, going into high school, I know you hear this a lot, is just to like, yeah, stick to your beliefs. Don't be afraid to stick to those beliefs. So like even in the classroom, there might be some things that contradict what you believe in. And it's different like arguing with somebody or sitting in the back and respecting what they believe in. But at the same time, don't like sway mm -hmm. just because someone tells you differently mm -hmm. and that's something big and like just finding who you are as a person and it can kind of be hard but it's good to have a good group of friends that can help you do that mm -hmm. good. So. Uh, my biggest thing would probably just like it sounds corny but be yourself 
Like, I know you've probably heard that a thousand times, but it, I can't stress how true it is because it's, um, it's really, um, you, you feel really fake when you start doing things that you wouldn't normally do just because you want to be cool. And being cool, honestly, is not really important at all. Nobody's going to remember it, you know, five years from now. You know, no one's going to remember if you were homecoming queen or king or whatever. It, it doesn't really matter. You know, and so I, that that would be my thing, even if it's like you're into something that's you know not you know super popular, <laughs> like myself. You know, <laughs> it's just like I, I had to learn how to just ignore whatever everyone else thought because you know I I got chains hanging off me. <laughs> it's it's just uh, it's who I am, and so I would really stress that you just need to be yourself and do what makes you happy, and. Uh, like the Casey and Hannah were saying, stick to your beliefs. Don't get, don't, uh, don't let someone convince you otherwise. Because there's going to be a lot of struggle, a lot of people who believe differently than you, and a lot of people who are right up in your face about it. And so it's just, um, yeah, just stick to what you believe in. Be yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cool. All right. So for college, I guess. Yes. Um, a lot, a lot of similar things here. You know basically knowing what you believe and sticking to what you believe because it's not just going to be like your peers, it's going to be your, your professors and they're going to like ridicule, ridicule your faith and stuff like that and you know, either you know, you sit quietly, you speak up, whatever, but you need to know what you believe because mm -hmm. it will be challenged like crazy. Mm -hmm. So yeah, mm -hmm. it's really important. And uh, yeah, I can't think of anything else. That's good. That's really good advice. Now here's another question that um, perhaps some of you might be a little nervous about, but I said, what, I was thinking of what kind of advice could you give parents of, of kids <laughs> or who are in high school? I trust you. <laughs> Anything that you would say uh, to parents of, uh, to help them cope with this uh, transitional era? For high school or for college? Either one. Okay, for, well, for college for you. I guess trust. You have to learn to trust your kids. Like, trust that they will make the right decision. Continue to pray for them, but just you have to really trust them. Because mm -hmm. you don't good. really have a lot of control anymore. So <laughs> you gotta have, you have to trust them. So, <laughs> yep. Um, I guess I would say let your kids make mistakes. Like, um, I know my mom... <laughs> She would tell me, you know, she'd say, Nick, why don't you do it this way? And, you know, I was a freshman or sophomore. I'd be like, whatever, Mom. And I'd do it my own way, and then I'd fall flat on my face. <laughs> and then she'd be there to pick me back up, maybe with an I told you so, but she'd be there. <laughs> you know. <laughs> but uh, that just really helps because it helps you, like, figure out that they're not just trying, I don't know, don't try to control your kids. Because that's just going to alienate them, especially at a, at the high school age, because we're all full of angst. But um, <laughs> just, uh, yeah, don't try and control them. And like Alex was saying, trust them to make the right decision. And if they make the wrong decision, just uh, be there for them when they fall and pick them back up. And then they're probably going to do it again, so be there again. <laughs> I think a big part of it is, like, supporting what your kid is into or just being there for them like through maybe the classes that they take or the extracurricular things that they do just be there and support them in what they like to do and be that helping hand for them 
trying to think of what hasn't been said. Um, <laughs> um, I think the trust is a big one, but I think it differs for all different kids as well, <laughs> how much you should be able to trust them. Um, and, <laughs> well, okay, anyways, um, and the support is a big one too, because um, a lot of kids are into a lot of different things, and it may not be something that, you know, um, you're interested in or you necessarily think is the greatest thing, but I don't know, just support their decisions. Great. Good stuff, right? So then I want to ask you, um, what's next? Um, what's the next stage in your life? And along with this, um, I'd kind of like to know how you reach that decision. I'm always interested in decision-making in the will of God and how that works. So, um, Alex, could we start with you about what's next? Okay. <laughs> All right. So when I originally went to college, I was going to be a Japanese teacher, mm -hmm. and that was mm -hmm. my plan, mm -hmm. and I'm going to be a history teacher now, so <laughs> it's changed, and um, I guess it wasn't exactly planned, you know, mm -hmm. it just kind of happened, and I guess allowing it to happen, and mm -hmm. not being like, oh, I still want to be a Japanese teacher, you mm -hmm. know, holding on to it really tight, mm -hmm. but just, you know, allowing, because I think that's the direction that God was pushing me towards, and so kind of just allowing it to happen, and right now, many of you could probably know, but I am still waiting to figure out where I'm going to be student teaching in a few weeks, because <laughs> they haven't told me, so um, patiently waiting and mm -hmm. listening and uh, not worrying. So. Two weeks, and you don't know where, yeah. oh my, but you know you do have a position. Well, they say that everyone gets positions, so you shouldn't worry about it, but... Okay. Yep. Okay. All right. So, patience. Yep, patience. <laughs> um, what's next for me was the question, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I guess this next year, I'm just, like, taking a break from school and mm -hmm. all that stuff. Mm -hmm. um, like, I don't know. I just really feel like s music factors into my future somehow. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not entirely sure how right now I'm playing in a Christian metal band, and I love that. And if I could take that further, I really would. Um, but I don't know what's going to happen. It could be that I'll, you know, be leading a worship team or, you know, playing guitar on the side of the road for money. I don't know. It's just, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's, <laughs> it's just... Um, I don't know, I guess I'm just kind of listening to see what God really has in store for me right now. Um, and I'm just doing my best to kind of, you know, survive and keep, get some money put away for whatever I need to do. Um, just continue to work on my skills and uh, just, I don't know, I guess, you asked how I came to that decision? Yeah. I just, uh, I don't know, music is just a passion of mine. It's been a passion of mine since sixth grade. I uh, just decided I wanted to be in band because my sister was in band, actually, and I thought that was really cool. And so I tried it out, and I just got hooked into it. And so I've been in band and jazz band and all that stuff for, like, six years. Play, like, I don't know, five or six different instruments, and it's just... Uh, it's just something I really feel like if I have a, that much of a passion for something, then God wants me to do something with it. If I have a talent for it, I'm going to use it for his glory. Yeah. And so well, that's kind of We've sure seen that. We've sure yeah. seen. What's that flute-like instrument? <laughs> What's that it's called? It's uh, an Irish tin whistle. 
Tin whistle. Tin whistle. Every yeah. time I have to ask that. I, really, <laughs> I think it really yeah. adds. I think it really adds yeah. to illusion. I'm glad you enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. um, next year, I'm going to U of O down in Eugene, and I'll be studying architecture, hopefully. And um, I think I keep on hearing from like other students or other um, that actually go to U of O or just other architecture students that this next five years will be the toughest studying that I will like ever have to do. And I won't get any sleep. And it'll be right. tough. But I think if I just really stick with it, I think it'll be really rewarding at the mm -hmm. end. Mm -hmm. And just like... I really love architecture and that idea of math and art just mixed together into this just place where we can live or worship and have like people together in this art that you created yeah. and you can create memories for people and I just love that but being able to do the five years of school probably <laughs> won't be as fun but just like getting through that, and I'll probably need a lot of God to get, get through that, the late nights and stuff. But I think at the end, if I stick with it and push through, I'll yeah. really love yeah. it in the end. You'll be great. Yeah. Alex, is there a time when you get tired of papers and reports? And <laughs> oh, always. No. <laughs> yeah. There's always that. Yeah. You ever get really tired? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. But I was going to say, it's, it's really easy. No, no. <laughs> I don't know what school you went to. Yeah, yeah. No, it was like that. It was like I was. It's better to discover that for yourself. Casey, what's next? So this coming year, I will be attending Linfield College up in McMinnville, over by Portland, and I haven't officially decided what I'm going to major in yet. Um, I've been considering pursuing a uh, business degree, possibly and maybe a minor in art just because that's one of my passions and it'd be really cool to, I don't know, incorporate that into something. Um, but I have time to decide, so I'm not rushing anything. And I don't know, just kind of looking forward to being away from home. <laughs> but, oh! but, <laughs> Did I hear an amen back there? <laughs> we love you, honey. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm really hoping to get involved in uh, some churches. I've been talking to my roommate, and it's really cool because she has a lot of the similar... Um, like beliefs as I do, and that was really neat, um, and they have a Young Life group down there, so hoping to get involved in that, and I don't know, possibly considering working maybe with a youth group in the future. I've been helping out with like a middle school youth group, and that's um, been really fun for me, so if I can do that, yeah. that'd be awesome too. Yeah, well, that's but, great. Yeah. Well, you guys already answered another question was uh, the type of gifts that you've been given and areas of interest. You already kind of covered those type of things. It's always intriguing to me to see that God gifts us differently and that part of becoming, part of maturing is discovering what your gifts are and what your area of interest are and just recognizing, yeah, that's part of the way God made me. That's part of the way. Well, I wanted to ask, um, how can we support and pray for you? What would be uh, something that you'd like us to pray for? Alex is our leader. Okay. Um. I guess continue praying for like peace and patience mm -hmm. for these next two weeks <laughs> and um, for the fall just it's going to be really really busy and the the state is actually putting new um, requirements on student teachers to have mm -hmm. to like do a portfolio and stuff like that 
So I'm not going to have a life. <laughs> and so just pray for my sanity. And, uh, yeah, and that, you know, God continues to point me in the direction that he wants me to go. And that, mm-hmm. you know, if he wants me, after I'm done with student teaching, to get a student teaching job or to, I don't know, go to Japan. But <laughs> just that I'm open to whatever God wants me to do. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would just say uh, prayer for guidance would be really great, and prayer for just um, just patience. Cause sometimes, like I get really frustrated with my lack of, you know, anything happening, just because I want to go now. I want to mm-hmm. do stuff now, you know. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's uh, it's frustrating sometimes that I have to wait and let God take His time with me instead of my time. And so that would be. Uh, That'd be it for me, I think. Yeah. Just, just for my band that we we keep strong in the Lord, and that all our, all our ideals and our, you know, what we stand for is stays strong. We don't get caught up with the world or anything like that. And so, that yeah. that would be it for me. Yeah. I think sanity is probably a really <laughs> good one to pray for. And also, um, for anyone who knows me personally, I'm a quite a stubborn person, and sometimes. I like to do what I want to do and like and it's kind of hard to like step back and be like okay what does God want me to do <laughs> because I'm just so set in my ways but just for wisdom and that I like being stubborn but just kind of to step step out of myself and see what God wants me to do with my life Um, one of the things I struggle with is remembering to make time for God, um, especially like with high school and I'm sure in college, there's a lot of stuff going on, a lot of schoolwork, um, a lot of fun. And so just pray for me that I will remember to, I don't know, put some time aside and, um, just not forget about it when I get there and um, pray that I will remember to focus on my work too, (laughs) because sometimes I get a little distracted and um, don't study as much as I probably should. So just uh, pray that I remember to stay focused and work hard. Anybody identify with these prayer concerns? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, these are things that we all ask God about. Um, I really want to thank you for sharing your lives with us this morning. And as I said before, I admire the way that you live. And uh, it must be exciting and also a little nervous a little anxious about what's coming up and and i trust that you'll continue to look to the lord as you have been i thought we'd open it up for a prayer from the body uh for these for these four and the and the one that's missing be sure to hassle him about uh, what his plans are um that was a low blow but anyway um we care about ashanti too so uh, i'd like to open it up to uh prayer from the body for these folks um I'm sorry, I forgot to ask for questions first. (laughs) Sorry. Steve? If you could change anything about school, what would you change? Oh, my. Like high school? High school, college, and graduate. What things need to be changed in school? No homework? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No grading homework. I suppose for college, I wish that professors were more concerned with their students and that 
I pay more attention to them because I know at a university level, professors are a lot more concerned with their research and stuff, and mm -hmm. they can care yeah. less for their You're right. teaching style and their students, and a lot of students get lost in that, and so they don't do as well because they don't feel like anyone cares. So just, I guess, pray for students in general because they need it. Writing notes for myself. <laughs> I had a really big problem in high school with the the idea that you were supposed to be becoming an adult, but yet sometimes you were treated as a child. And when you tried to be an adult, you were still treated as a, as a child. And still trying to be an adult when you were treated as a child is really difficult. But I'm you still have to act like an adult in high school or try to because you have to grow up from that. But just I kind of wish that they would respect that I knew what I wanted and mm -hmm. I could figure things out by myself. But yeah. Uh, I guess the one thing I would change, it's it, I mainly noticed it just this last senior year, but uh, like a lot of the teachers were almost treating the kids like just uh, – like delinquents waiting to happen yeah. like there was a lot of just like suspicion and like untrusting like it was just very frustrating because like you know a lot of us are just trying to learn or we're just trying to have a conversation with a teacher or something and there's just a lot of you know distrust going around and it was kind of like frustrating I guess that would just be my thing I'm still sticking with the no homework, but <laughs> um, other than that, um, my experience with the teachers is pretty good. There are a few, um, kind of like Hannah was saying, um, I don't know, you'd come to class and they'd just be there to like teach you and, you know, some of them would kind of treat you like, uh, almost as if you were just stupid <laughs> and it was kind of frustrating because, you know, in your head you're like, I'm not and <laughs> um, I just, it was hard to handle it that way because there wasn't much you could do about it so yeah yeah wow thank you other questions doug hey guys just coming up behind you guys and, uh, i don't know what all of you go through but i'm just curious maybe if you could kind of let us know what was it for each one of you that brought you to this position like in the first place or throughout high school <laughs> Um, mainly it was, you know, I grew up going to a Christian school and going to church, and my parents had a really big influence on my faith. Um, and then in high school, when I finally kind of figured out what I believed and what I thought was right, and, um, it was when I started going to my own youth group, and it wasn't anything my parents made me do. It was something I wanted to do, and then I could figure out what I believed from that, so that was kind of what had the biggest impact on me mm -hmm. and what I believed. I feel like it's really easy to see Jesus in high school or see God's um, power in high school. You can either get like caught up in everything that's going on or you can step back and look at, be like, oh, that's not what I want to be. I want to be better than that. I want to grow in God and see that. But sometimes you get caught up in it. But if you just step back and look at what some people are doing what some people are choosing to do with their lives and you look at that and you use that as an example what not to do 
it's kind of it's kind of easy, but also just not getting caught up in what everyone else is doing is hard. So, yeah. Um, for me, I guess um, I think it was my freshman year, halfway through my freshman year. Um, actually, Andrew Sayers. A lot of you probably still know him. Remember him? Um, I was going to his youth group kind of off and on. And he actually just came up to me and said, Nick, I've got this retreat you need to go on. And I was like, I don't want to go on this retreat. And finally he kept bugging me and bugging him. And quite honestly, just to get him to stop bugging me, <laughs> <laughs> I went on this retreat. But um, there was just a lot of really, really great people, a lot of great programs and stuff they had there. Uh, it's called Journey with Christ. If you guys ever want to look into it, it's really, really great program. But um, And I, I can remember just that's when I first really felt the presence of God was when I went to that and I was like what is that you know and so that's I think I that's when I started to like kind of get the idea into my head about how to actually follow and not just to like kind of float along because I mean I've grown up in a Christian household all my life so I knew there was a God and I believe there was a God and I just uh, but I didn't really let it affect me until about that time and it took a while to actually, you know, begin to follow. But I guess that's kind of what um, kicked the whole thing off was that right there. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, well, actually, from high school, I guess also youth group was really, really important. And it wasn't just going to youth group. It was being involved in youth group, youth group you know, like actually presenting studies to the rest of the youth group and stuff like that, actually getting – into positions where you're kind of like pushed a little to you know express your faith and show everyone you know what you believe and I think that was what was kind of pushed me out there and you know made it my own is yeah. to show everyone that it was my own so. yeah. Matt um, I think just a concern sometimes I have is that college is you know kind of where Christians go to die sometimes I mean, in reality, you have a lot of pressures from all these different worldviews that influence, you know, your outcome when you're being educated. So I was wondering from now on just how that process was for you and, like, what you do. <laughs> right, yeah. There, there really is, like, a lot of, like, Statistical, like a lot of Christian kids go and then lose their faith there. And I guess my, the way I coped, or I guess you could say the way I, you know, fought through it was to sit in the classroom and be like, okay, what is my argument against that? How do I dispute that with this professor if I was going to go into his office and talk to him? And I think that's really how I kept my faith is that, like, in my mind, I had this battle, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. with the professor. So I guess that's, you know, and also having Christian friends that support you there and being mm -hmm. able to go to them and being like, you know, I heard this in class, you know, and discussing it with them. And, you know, what do you believe? And that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Always good advice. Well, why don't we take a little bit of time to pray for these folks? And, again, I want to thank you for uh, sharing your lives with us. And um, I've learned an awful lot. Some notes I'm going to take for uh, teaching. <laughs> is uh, respect and trust and don't treat people like kids, right? Mm -hmm. All right. So let's open it up uh, for prayer and I'll close. Um, 
If you uh, feel led to pray, I would sure appreciate it. Ginger? Thank you. Father God, we are just so blessed to have these four young people share with us their points of their life, these walking in their life. And I would just pray this blessing upon them as they move forward in their lives. Father, that your hand continues to be on them the rest of their day. That they hear you calling them. That they know without a shadow of a doubt that they are men and women of God called out to serve you, and they have that vision of exactly how to step out in faith and continue to serve you with their lives, Lord. Lord, we're really happy you let us get to know these, and we're really pleased that their parents brought them here. Thank you. Lord, I just ask that you hang on to these kids with the chokehold as they move forward. You know, don't let them go. Fight for them. Pull on them. Have them tripping over Christians with their strain. Just really fight to hang on to them because they're amazing young people who want to serve you and just keep that fire alive in their hearts. Lord, you just send them out. You know, um, as they leave us, I just pray that they cleave to you. You know, in all that they do, and like Casey and Hannah and Nick and Alexandra just spoke about, cling to people that uh, resemble you and have a vision of you and have a heart for you. I just pray, just, just like Wendy said, you know, I just pray wherever they go, wherever they walk, I just pray that they are stumbling over other brothers and sisters that love you. Give them fruit, Lord, that we know that you have um, blessed them. And that they're walking the right path, and then let us see what they do. Put out your spirit on God. Fill them with fire. These are the years that will burn for you, Lord. I ask that there be a light in a dark place, Lord. I pray that uh, you would help them to kick down the walls and take this world by storm. I ask that you would use the attributes that you've built into them stubbornness and all these other things. Mm-hmm. Um, use them for your glory, God. Tempted to say kids, but they're not kids anymore. Mm-hmm. They're adults. Mm-hmm. And they've shown it by their actions, by their faith, by the way they're walking with you and the lives that they lead. We are brothers and sisters in Christ. I thank you for them, and I just ask that you would uh, protect them as they go out into the world. As they meet opposition, may they not be afraid to ask questions, to research, to uh, Use their intellect because ours is not a blind faith. It is supported by facts, by science. It's supported by what we see around us in this world, Father, by nature. And uh, just ask you to bless them, strengthen them, and guide them. And just pray that they could be an influence on uh, those around them for Jesus. Lord, 
lot of the things that before they were even born, you had a special purpose for them to continue to guide them along that path. So, yeah. Lord, pray that you would uh, let each one of them know who they are in you and your amazing love for them and, and reveal your purpose in their lives and fill them with your spirit and help them with their own work and deal with uh, uh, people that they, the teachers and now the Lord can branch to the friends that they can um, have fellowship with and know your joy and your presence and just cause their lives to be Lord to you and that other people will know that you live and in their lives. Father, we thank you for brothers and sisters and thank you for their willingness to share uh, their journey with you. Thank you for the things that you've taught us uh, through them today. Help us to, um, to pick up on what you're telling us. Help us to be salt and light in this world. Help us to live our lives as unto you as we've seen this. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you. I have no idea how much this encourages talent.